Happy New Year, folks. What a way to start off the new year. Everyone's insane. <laughs> anyway. Welcome back to my answer. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Oh, God. Um, let's, okay, backtrack, rewind, <laughs> delete that. Um, hello, hello, welcome back to my answer. Hey, welcome back. Long time no see. Well, actually, never seen. Never seen. Never seen. It's an audio thing. It is. Um, speaking of that, though, I actually, I want to see if we can make some kind of video, like, before. I can't do, um... What's it called? The, okay. The transcript or anything that would take so freaking long. But if you want to send me a crap ton of pictures that you are willing to put on the internet, oh I can God. do. I can do probably like a little quick video of like our pictures swapping back and forth when we're speaking. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Just to have something to put out there because we have nothing on YouTube, folks. Have we always you tell ever, you. Have you ever seen though when people? I think it's the funniest thing, but it's also so stupid when people like. It's a video of the screen, and they have, like, a cartoon, but they're manually making the mouth move with the mouse. Have you ever seen something like that? And it's, like, a voiceover of, like, a funny clip, and they have drawn a cartoon, but because the mouth is moving or something is moving, they're just dragging it around with the mouse, and it looks really funny. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not in the slightest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to dive into I'll that afterwards, I'll because what? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, it's just like a meme thing on, like, TikTok. It's kind of an old thing, but I was thinking if we want to do a clip, we could use our logo thing and, like, move the mouths in a really stupid way. I oh. could see us doing that. Okay. I'll have to show you one, if I can find one. How did we get here? I don't know. What was I thinking? Oh, have you seen those videos of, like, old-time photos, like, portraits and everything, and they just move the mouth? That's funny. That's hilarious. That's funny. I love that. Like a jib-jab. I'm getting more yeah. mail. It's very popular today. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just laughing at the fact that Mary Grace fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. Um... So I started listening to Shits and Gigs, another podcast, because they were recently on The Basement Yard. Oh. And I just really liked their voices, and so I was like, let's dive into that. So I went over to their page, um, and I started listening to theirs. I really love their voices. They're British, um, English, something, I don't know, whatever. Um, but really thick accents, and it just, their voices are very pleasing to listen to. Not a huge fan of their content. Interesting. But I really just like listening to them. It's like background noise to them. But I was listening, and they did mention the fact that, um, you know, they got started with a podcast. It's something they really love doing. And most people who start podcasts, it tapers off pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think it only, like, max lasts, like, five months. Wow. Max, before people usually end up quitting or it doesn't go anywhere. And I'm like, we've surpassed that. Yeah. We're in it for the long haul, folks. This is At our, least I am. This is our, I think this will be our 30th episode. Something or other. Yeah. And that's. That's over half, half a year. year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm definitely in this for the long haul kind of thing. I love doing this. I know we don't talk about anything of like 
really anything <laughs> substantial. But sometimes it's nice to just kind of get away and just shoot the shit kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do love that. But, uh, and I would love to have this expand a little bit more just to kind of, you know, maybe eventually get to a place where we can talk with people. Yeah. Um, and, and make something a little bit bigger out of it rather than us just like talking at each other. But uh, that's why I was thinking. I was like, I, we got to put something on YouTube. We, we don't film these, um, which is like the easiest route to go, but we don't film them. So it's like, well, let's just do, like I said, if you just send me a bunch of pictures, hmm. then I could I could kind of clip together kind of back and forth and then maybe add some who knows what else to make it a little bit more interesting. But just so we have something to put out there in another platform. Yeah. Um, um and I want to get our full episodes on YouTube either way, just for people that, like, they don't have a, a listening app or mm -hmm. just as a YouTube person. Yeah. It'd be nice to get them on there. Yeah. So I'm going to experiment a little bit with that. Um, I am the laziest human being on the planet, yes. though. So sitting down and editing together a video like that, because our episodes are like an hour and a half almost. So to clip together even just that, is um, going to be a lot. So I'll experiment with it. We'll see. And then, like you said, we have like 30 episodes that I'd have to catch up on anyway. <laughs> That's kind of a lot. If um, anybody wants to volunteer their hours, yeah. I'm just kidding. But uh, and I've been really busy with work, so we'll see. Between yeah. that and then me and my crochet addiction at the moment, between, between work, crocheting, and reading – we're pushing it as far as free time. We got no time. <laughs> we got no time. But I'll uh, rearrange some things. But yeah, that's just my current thought. So if you want to send me any pictures, then I'd have to go through my pictures also and find just it. Just like funny pictures of me? Just anything. Anything you want to post. Any memories. Any fun things. Just that you're willing to have out there online. <laughs> okay. We'll see how it goes. I wish there was just an app that would just do it for us. Right. Everything costs money. Mm -hmm. However, I do think Spotify, there's an option to make a transcript. I think. Yeah. I have to explore that. We shall see. We'll figure it out. Um, when does this come out? This? When this comes out? Mm -hmm. Um. What's the week after? Is it New Year's yet? So... The last episode come out, yes, the 27th, and this episode, we're, we're recording right now, is coming out on the 3rd. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Oh. What's your resolution? Listen to more Mayan's Attic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get away That's from it. that. That's um, it. Do you have resolutions? Do you make resolutions? Yeah, I've been a vegetarian for the whole year. Okay, what about a new one? Oh, I'm thinking, I don't know. This has been the only time that I've ever actually done one and kept it. Oh, well, good. someone may have fed me animal product without my knowledge. <laughs> Someone's making a really crazy face right now because someone who's in the room with me um, knows they did that. I'm just kidding. I don't care at all. I don't care at all. <laughs> I don't care at all. I'm just kidding. I just think it's funny. I, I don't, I, okay. No, it's totally okay. And I totally think it's funny and I don't care at all. I'm and so it's sorry. probably not the only time it's happened. And I don't care. It was cream of chicken soup, folks, in the potatoes that I make. But I just, 
it doesn't comprehend as meat to me. No, it doesn't for me either. So it's totally okay. And I don't care. I think you promise. Okay. Well, screw you for throwing that in my face then. <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally my bad on that one. Um, oh, what was that? Shoot, what was I just going to say? Oh, that's it. I don't make resolutions. Mm-hmm. Because why would I want to start off my year on a failure? <laughs> Guaranteed, I do not keep my resolutions. So let's just not, let's just not start on a failure. And then also people are like, oh, new year, new me. Nope. I can tell you right now, I don't care what day of the year it is. Same old me. Nah. Yeah. You're getting me no matter what. Until New Year's to start something if you want to start something. Start it now. Yeah. No. Same old me. I I chase, I'm not changing anything. I also think it's not reasonable to think that you're going to change because of one special day of the year. I think you should make small changes throughout to kind of get yeah. to a goal of that change. There are certain times when there are there is like a catalyst that something happens and like, okay, this is the moment for change. And I will tell you, I finally had that moment as far as my weight goes because it was it was my buddy's wedding. I went down to Ohio for it. And when was this? This was just back in October. Okay. And, <laughs> dude, I took hands down the worst picture of my entire life. This makes life. me so sad, dude. I it was horrendous. It was just the it was just disgusting. And I was at my absolute heaviest weight I've ever been, and the picture was just just obscene. And it was my catalyst. Like, okay, I'm done. And I actually that makes me so sad. And I actually am starting to get. I've actually lost like, I think. 12-ish pounds That's since good. October, but, like... Congratulations. But that makes man. me so sad. <laughs> no, I'm glad it finally happened because I've been needing something to kind of push me because I'm just, like I said, I'm, like, the laziest human being on the planet. But the problem is your weight is... Majority of it, it's, like, 80% of it is your diet. Yeah. And my diet was just shit. It was just garbage, you know? And so I finally... I'm making the change, and it's working. So I feel good about it. That's good. But, yeah, not uh, not the new year. That's that's not a thing that I do. Hmm. So yeah. Why would I start my new year on a failure? <laughs> that's so funny. I don't think I have a resolution for this year. No. No. Do you want one or just Well, I feel so good about the one I had last year because it actually was so successful. So I'm like, what could I do? Well, I don't know. Don't don't do it just to do it. Make it make it actually be something that Yeah. But I should just try to do something like journal every day or something like that. That'd be cool. See that puts pressure on me. Because then if I have nothing to say, then I'm just like, oh I have to journal, so I'm like da 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 da. I have a cousin who's journaled every single day for like I think ten plus years. Yeah. It's crazy. I told my cousin Danny, I was like, if you ever see me journaling you know it's bad. <laughs> Get help because it's bad. I only journal when I'm yeah, me too. talking myself off the ledge. So if you ever see me journaling, folks, I am not well. <laughs> yeah, I just want to start. Oh, I just want to start like documenting, even though I don't do anything. You know what? Actually, um, to find. Okay, so technically, last week's episode, I read. The little snippet, you know, what is it called? The, oh, the Night Before Xmas. The Night Before Xmas. Um, that I got out of this binder 
that I have of just keepsakes. Make, what I want to start doing more is find the sentimentality in thing in just simple things. Mm -hmm. Because I have a chest full of my keepsakes. It's my keepsake chest. And it's literally just, I mean, I had I have movie tickets and brochures from things. I have um, a map of Florida when me and my friends went down there. Just, just little things like mementos from different moments of your life. It can be the, just the simplest little thing. Like I said, I have a whole, I have pages upon pages of movie ticket stubs. And while I have stopped going to the movies all that often, and then if I do go to the movies, I don't keep the tickets because I just, I don't think about it anymore. Right. But just, like, finding the sentimentality and the in the, the beauty and the, the mundane almost yeah. thing. So I have an entire chest full of just, like, random things that are really kind of special to me. Hmm. Um, so I want to start getting back into that, into, into collecting the... Collecting the little moments, mm -hmm. I guess, to be able to go through later on. And then that is something that I've always been intrigued with, with... You know, not that I'm going to have kids or maybe, you know, I can pass it on to family or whatever. But have things... Because nobody keeps anything anymore. There's no more, like, the family china. Yeah. Which I think is stupid it's because stupid. it's just like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> but, like, things like this. It's just, like, the moments in your in your life. Because the things with the dates on them, they're going to mm -hmm. be like, wow, this is from, you know, when I was born. I was born in 1995. So anything from when I was little, it's going to have the 1900s on it. So that's going to be fascinating to anybody in my my family that's born later. Yeah. You know, that's going to be so cool to them. And it's just, it's a movie ticket. Yeah. Like, see what was in the theaters, what she went to go, what she did in her daily life. Kind of, I think that'd be amazing. And I wish I had stuff like that from my grandma. And yeah. that's why I told my grandma when she was like, what do you want? What do you want? I'm like, I don't want your junk. I want the pictures. I want the letters. Mm -hmm. I want the mementos. Like, that's what I want. Um, and so that's what I want to start doing. I want to start collecting a little bit of my history and the more sentimentality things. Just the mundane. That's cool. And then to be able to pass that big old chest <laughs> onto my family. And they'll be able to look back in, into the past and see what's going on. I like that. So, I think that's going to... It's not a resolution, but it's like, let's, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's an idea, folks. I have a bunch of stuff, but I want to, like, organize it or put it into, like, a scrapbook or something. Make, like, something cute out of it, because I just have a bunch of, like, random little memories. Mm -hmm. Yep. I've got, uh, <laughs> like I said, i got the binder full yeah, of all the papers and the pictures and the movie stubs. And um, I have this one piece of paper. <laughs> I love it. So, when I was living in Ohio, I had friends here in New York. And was going through a bit of a rough patch, and my friend Elizabeth knew that, and she sent me a letter, really nice heartfelt letter, and with it was just a, a piece of paper where she wrote the word hug, and like Aww. all these like little, she sent me a hug, that's and so that's so another cute. thing that I have in like a sleeve and everything, that's, that's something that I kept, and just little cards and letters and, and stuff like that, and then I have a box, um, <clears throat> this, it was, <laughs> it's straight out of the 90s. It was um like that felt the fur covered box. You know what I'm talking about? It's it's like your little memento box. It's covered in fur. Why is there fur? It just because that's the design on it. That was the, the okay. it's purple fur. Basically oh. it's purple fur. And then across the top top is in hot pink writing it says wild child with like little <laughs> angel wings or whatever straight out of the 90s or like early two, oh 2000s or something like that. And that box is just full of, you know, uh, like a bracelet I got from this and then mm -hmm. my uh, my letterman 
jacket, my letters that I never actually put on a letterman jacket. It's mm -hmm. just the letters themselves. It's that got those and the pins and everything from when I was in high school. It's got my my cords from when I graduated. It's all got all like the stuff, you know, mm -hmm. just just stuff like that. Now I I when I brought the chest out to get that letter from the last episode. Um, I was just going through. I was like, man, I need to sit down and go through all of this I and just have like an have a reminiscing moment. I love it. I love that. So we're gonna do that. You should bring stuff in and we can talk about it. I have like a show and tell, except yeah, just a tell and tell, <laughs> a talk and tell. <laughs> yeah, a tell and discuss. We'll post the pictures share, on Instagram. Share folks. And tell. Uh, my the Instagram is gonna become more active. That's another oh. thing I'm gonna be pretty determined about getting our Instagram more active. Um, cool. So let's do that. Let's just—it's gonna be random stuff. It ain't gonna be anything good, but just, <laughs> just to make it a little bit more active, get uh, get some more of the visual effects along with the audio here. You're making a face like no, you don't want to. I—it's something that needs to be done. It's just—I don't know. It's gonna be a pain in the butt. That's—I don't mind the Instagram part of it. Um, why not? But the problem is, I don't think, you know, what's interesting to me is not going to be interesting to everybody else. Mm. You know? That's another thing I was thinking. Okay, so, like I said, the Shits and Gigs po podcast, like I said, I really love their voices. Not a huge fan of their content. Mm -hmm. um, just because they talk shit on women and relationships and just bro shit, whatever. Um, and they talk about sex. Literally every moment of every episode and I'm like that's literally nothing I'm interested in at all but I just really like their voices <laughs> that's so interesting but they were talking about how men will find a woman interesting because they're attracted to them yeah and then the moment they sleep with them they're not mm -hmm. interested in me anymore mm -hmm. and I'm like this is why I have like this is yet another reason why I have no interest in being with men because like men are kind wow. of scary yeah and the problem is, I'm like, women are interesting. Well, I shouldn't say women. Humans are interesting when you find the connection with those people. Like I just said, I the things that I find interesting are not going to be the same thing as other people find interesting. Mm -hmm. So I have to find the people who find the similar things that I find interesting mm -hmm. so that we can connect on that. You know? So it's everybody is interesting. It's just a particular kind of interesting. interesting. So I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I was like, man, these guys are really harsh, but I will say what to they <laughs> Their accents and everything make me actually kill me. Not a huge fan of the fact that they're judging women and whatever, but um, one of them was just like, yeah, this woman, she was grotesque. Grotesque. <laughs> it had me cracking up. That's grotesque. I was like, that's hilarious. But then Very rude. Decrepit. Oh my god, decrepit. Those are good words. I love it grotesque grotesque oh wow. my god when he said that like this chick was grotesque and they use <laughs> they use the word buff oh she was buff bruv buff, buff. and like i guess like really like attractive was, or just like oh. banging hot kind of thing she was buff i hear people um like they say fit like oh she was fit to mean like she was attractive i think uh they've used that a couple times but buff is the, definitely the buff. big one they use um they use bruv all the time uh, <laughs> their, their accents are so thick and I love it and um what else bruv. do they use they use buff bruv there's a couple things that they say oh um um gassed yeah to be excited about something they use gas I was gassed man oh gassed and then if they're upset or stressed out about something I they were like vexed. gassed like ghastly 
like, like oh like with a t like gassed yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. no no gas gassed like okay. gassed up kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah i was gassed bruv um <laughs> and they also use the word vexed love that mm. so listen folks i'm listening to this podcast i tend to pick up other people's vernacular mm-hmm. and if that starts happening just know it's from the shits and gigs guys um and i just i just love their accents and everything i love their bruv. vernacular <laughs> bruv but yeah, gassed and vexed. I love that. I I've just love it. I've never heard buff. Buff, bro. Like, I did not she think was it was going to be a positive adjective. When the first time that he used it, I mean, I, you could tell he was talking about a really attractive woman, and, mm-hmm. and he said that she was buff, and I'm like... Right. That means something different here. I think, like, oh, she's big and muscly. Yeah. And I thought that they would have thought that that was a negative thing. Yeah. But no. But it's not. It's not. Interesting. So, yeah. Buff. It's just very interesting. I don't know. I love it. And, <laughs> That's so uh, funny. I do. I loved gassed and vexed. Gassed. So I was gassed, bruv. Bruv. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Um, um, oh, another thing real quick before we get... Because, like, we want to hype up our podcast, not theirs, but whatever. Um, Hyping up our podcast on our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're already listening, then I guess... We won. You're going to listen more? I don't know. Listen real hard. Um, listen harder. But no, they were talking about... They're, they're really big into anime. And I, I forget who it was. It was James and Fuhad. I don't know who said who. But they were like, out of all the anime that you watch, what is the, uh, what is the anime world that you would want to live in? Mm-hmm. And... The other guy, he was just like, well, as soon as he said this, I was, I was gassed, bruv. Um, he was like, well, it's not technically anime. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yes. He said Avatar. Yes. He said Avatar. I was gassed, I knew bruv. I you were going to say that when you said. He said that. I was like, and they watch anime like crazy. They watch wow. all the anime. And for him to say Avatar, I'm like, hell yeah, you got your priorities straight. Oh, I love it. So anyway, that just made my day. And it's so true. And he, he even said, he was just like, I wouldn't even care about being the Avatar. I would just, if I woke up one day and I was like an Earthbender, gassed, bruv. I'd be gassed. Gassed. <laughs> I'd be gassed. Anyway, moving on. Okay. That's just, so that's buff. the new, that, that's so buff. That's buff, bro. Bro. <laughs> that's my week. That's what I got into. Um, yeah. I watched a docu-series. Ooh. On what? <gasps> I lost my bear. Nope, I found him. Okay. Oh God, I got. I found so my pocket bear. Okay, for you. you watched a docu series. Um, it was on a cult. Oh, it was so good. You have to watch it okay. if you're interested in this kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, you maybe you've heard about it. I saw a bunch of clips from the docu series on TikTok, and so I was like, I have to watch this. But I had to watch it because it was a cult that I already knew about. Because okay. I'm really worried my echo was on. Oh, I'm also very worried now. <laughs> was it on? I don't think so, but I'm paranoid. I'm, I'm paranoid too. Ah! I'm so mad. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's sorry, folks. It's buff. It's buff. <laughs> okay, anyway. Call um, Yes. So it's this woman who, like, basically got together this group of people and she told them that she is God- and she, whoever she's dating is, like, Father God and how she's, like, the creator of all the things. Basically, a bunch of people who are, like, on a bunch of drugs <laughs> and they believe everything she says. I knew about this cult because 
her mom and sister had brought her on to Dr. Phil. And Dr. Phil tried to, like, talk some sense in her a few years ago. Well, anyway, she ended up passing away in 2021. And so now there's this docuseries. And it was so crazy because the whole thing was very thoroughly documented by the people in the cult. So the whole thing, the whole docuseries, is real clips, like, happening in real time from their perspectives, from their iPhones, and um, they had brought in people from the cult to interview them. So they're interviewing them in front of a camera, and then you're seeing it happening in real time from their phones, like, when it happened, and they're, like, telling the whole story of it. So, oh my god, it was, it was crazy. It sounds so weird to me, though, because I guess in my head, I have, like, a very 90s feel to it, like, a very grainy look to it in my head when I think, call, I think, like, James Jones. Is that his name? Drinking the Kool-Aid? Mm-hmm. Jones? Jonestown thing? You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Kind of. And in my head, it's very, like, 90s grainy kind of thing. And so to the thought of having footage, like, it's HD footage from modern, iPhones, it's a modern-day modern issue. Cult. Yes. It's so weird. Wow. It was very, like, hippie. A lot of, like, crystals. A lot of chakra things. Like, that kind of Don't vibes. say that, because that's actually... No, but that's the vibes. Like, if you want to, like, picture the vibe of the cult that they gave off, it's those kinds of vibes. Okay. With the geometric patterns and all that kind of, like, psychedelic stuff. Okay. That's the vibe. And they do... Well, it's still going on. So I'm going to, like, kind of spoil it. But I already kind of knew all of this. And you can watch the docuseries if you want. But... um, So it was interesting because they interviewed each of the members. And they had all when they joined, had kind of just come out of something. They were searching for something because... They were in vulnerable vulnerable positions. Exactly. Like, Like one guy, his dad had just died. You know, someone had just broken up with someone. Someone lost, you know, family member, lost their job. They were looking for something. Yeah. And they ended up here. Where is this located? Um, They move around a lot. I think it was in... Colorado? They, I don't know. Is it like a nomadic? Like, they moved around a bunch. Huh. But it's still going on. So it was this woman. She... It was so sad because, like, they were showing pictures of her when she was a baby and her mom was interviewing and, like, you know, she grew up so normal and then, like, she ended up doing drugs and then she ended up on this whole journey of finding religion and then now she thinks that she's God and she's recruiting all these people to come live with her and take care of her and um they would do i think like daily or 24 7 live streams on uh facebook and so like again like it's very well documented because they had all the clips from the facebook lives and stuff and people were donating money people were buying their like products or whatever they were selling like crystals and lotions and healing stuff and healing sessions and stuff and Um, she told the members that they were, like, transitioning from 
being human. And so they needed to stop eating and sleeping. So they were like weaning themselves off of sleeping and eating. Plus they were doing like a bunch of drugs all the time. So like, I, not that I can see how it would happen, but like, because I'm like, how do they fall for this? But I'm like, oh, they weren't sleeping. They weren't eating and they're on drugs all the time. They're very... Yes. Yeah. Very easy to persuade and so manipulate. She was like a heavy alcoholic and she's impressionable. That's the word. Impressionable. Yeah. And she's starving herself. Oh, and she has this whole thing of like, there's this. What was the word? She basically has this like, oh, a galactic team of like all of these celebrities who have passed away that are kind of mentoring her and Robin Williams is like the biggest one which disturbs me a lot let's not throw him into the mix thank you let's not let's throw leave him, him in peace well it's because the things like that happened like in his name they'll be like oh Robin says that we can't eat today Robin oh says god. we can't have heat today oh my god you know what I mean oh and so she said that Robin Williams was gonna come down in a spaceship and take her body away and so she needed to be like 103 pounds I think which yeah so she's not eating she's an alcoholic and then do you know um colloidal silver yeah she was chugging oh my god bottles I think I said like a liter a day of colloidal silver so she was blue. Like, you know how your skin yeah. turns blue? She was literally blue. And they were like, she's dying, but this is this is the plan. Robin's going to take her up. And this is all part. And she even, like, had moments of, she started to spin out and was like, what if I made this all up and it's not real? Like, you needed moments to of lucidity enough to. And they were like. She had convinced them, so then they began to convince her. It was, like, a, a loop of, like... Dude, that's she, some fight club shit right there. <laughs> she would spin out and be like, wait, what if I made this all up? No, I'm I'm dying. I need to go to hospital. And they're like, no, no, no. You're God. You're God. Like, you got this. Like, this is all part of the plan. And so she died. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they were like... This is it. This is part of it. This is how it was going to go. I mean, that's... When you feed delusions like that, mm-hmm. that's... But it was so sad because they, like, some of the people in it are so... They're still in it. And they're so young. I mean, that's so scary because, like... <sighs> mm. I know Sorry. we just... We literally just talked about how I'm, like, I'm in it for the long haul and I'm about to say something that is 100% going to get us canceled. Get me canceled. I'll be canceled with you. Let's go. Bring it on, folks. Bring on the cancellation. Anyway, we live in a society nowadays where we are feeding delusions. And it is societally deemed you have to. Um, Rather than asking, okay, well, why do you think this? Why are you feeling like this? It's just like, oh, you do? Okay, we'll we'll feed it completely. We'll Mm -hmm. absolutely go along with everything you're saying. Absolutely. I'm sorry, but no. I'm no. When you feed delusions like that, you are not helping the person you are actively pushing them towards something that they cannot come back from. Hmm. Um, and that can go in, put it put it in context of whatever you think. Yes, we are a society that is fueling delusions. There is, there is right and wrong. 
and I was, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, there is no my truth, your truth. There is the truth and there is falsehood. And it reminds me of that, that, uh, that illustration of two, man, two men standing around the, what looks like a six or a nine. And the, the, the original caption of it was like, no, it's a nine. No, it's a six. Both are correct. No, you're not. One of you is wrong. You have to look at your surroundings. You have to take in the context of what's going on around you to figure out what is what it actually is. Mm -hmm. It might look like a six to you, but if you look at if you look left and right, oh, you'll see a bunch of other numbers, and you can align yourself in that direction. You can figure it out by looking around you. There is context clues that you need to actually figure out what is right and wrong. There is right and there is wrong. Yes, we live in a society where there are gray areas of things, but when it comes to the fundamental foundations of our beings and how we live our lives, there is right and wrong. And unfortunately, we have strayed away from that. And we've gotten to a point where it's just like, nope, everybody's right in their own way. And we have to feed everybody in the right way. And if you accidentally step on toes, then you're wrong. You're deemed irredeemable. And it is insanity. We are living in the most insane times I've ever experienced. And I... I why would anyone want to bring children into this? And that's why the population is... Why would anybody want to bring a child into this absolute asinine, insane world? Because we are actively feeding delusions. And if you are someone who is feeding someone else's delusions, you are not helping them. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I, I'm a firm believer, you are not helping them. You are actively hurting them. You are. This is not an act of love. You might think you're supporting them and loving them. You are hurt. You are harming them. This, it is it is abusive what you are doing if you are feeding these delusions. You have to get to the root of why somebody is doing something, what it's stemming from, what their end goal is. Because oftentimes when you're feeding someone's delusion, it's because it's stemming from something else that they need help with mm -hmm. that has a solution. But you're not getting to the solution because you're feeding the delusion of something else, like a symptom of something else. Mm -hmm. And I hope that all made sense because like, it's, it's such a problem, and it's it's not okay. So, yeah, if someone comes to you out of the blue and says this, that, or the other that is not in line with how they've always been or how the rest of society... Yes, because, like, everyone is individualistic. Everyone can be unique. But there are societal taboos and everything that you still have to follow. To get by in life, you still have to follow the societal taboos and the, just the social norms. You have to do it. And if you don't make your own society, make your own little cult, and guess what? It is not good. It's not going to end up good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So hate me all you want, but that's just, it's the fundamental truth. We are human beings. We are societal creatures. We have to have society to thrive. And if you are actively drawing yourself out of what mm -hmm. society is, you are, you are now an island and you are going to be miserable. And if somebody is living on your island with you, you will all starve on your island. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. There's my rant. Happy New Year, folks! <laughs> what a way to start off the New Year! Everyone's insane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cancelled. How do you like that? That lasted long. Why, why would you be cancelled for that? Because I'm not willing to feed people's delusions, and that's what you have to do in nowadays society. And I'm not willing mm -hmm. to do it. I think you're right. So, I don't know. It's a little bit scary. I feel bad for parents who have to raise their kids in this kind of society. 
where everything you do is watched and judged and just wrong. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, you're wrong. In some fashion or another, you're wrong. So, I don't know. That kind of sounds hypocritical because I'm just like, I don't know. Like I said, I literally just got done saying there is right and there is wrong. But because everybody has such differing views, there is no more right and wrong. There's only just, oh, you're not doing it my way, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And because not everybody's going to do it the exact same way, means everybody's wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's exhausting. Existing right now is exhausting. Um, so get it together, folks. Um, and that's how, I, it goes back to that episode. I'm sorry, I'm totally commandeering this episode. Do it. I'm sorry. Um, we talked about it a little bit on chaotic energy. And I said it, I can remember myself saying it, just repetitively saying it. Um, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't. Uh, I do it all the time. And I don't know why. But if I don't, it's not even anything, anything embarrassing. I will lie about why I did or did not do something. And it's nothing's wrong with why I did or did not do it. It's just for some reason I don't want to disclose exactly why or how I felt about something. And the example that just recently happened was <laughs> it's so stupid. For when I went down for Christmas, we were doing a family party. And my mom sent out like a mass text to my family about that we were doing like a white elephant thing. It needs to be like a homemade five to $10, you know, nothing, nothing fancy. She never texted me about it. My brother, however, screenshotted this text that he got from my mom about this. Mm -hmm. And then it was more of a joke because at the end of the text that she sent out to everyone but me, it said, Danielle's going to be here to celebrate with us. So we're all excited, blah, blah, blah. AJ replied back and was just like, you had me until Danielle. I was like, rude i was responding to him because the whole point was he was joking and everything i was like that was rude um but then later i just talked to my mom and i told her i was like well you never sent me the text message so i didn't know that there was a white elephant thing coming Mm -hmm. i did though Mm. why did i lie about that it is such a weird thing to my mind Mm. And I think it's probably because, like, half of me doesn't actually want to figure out something because I'm a selfish piece of crap. Mm. I don't want to figure out anything for this white elephant. So I pretend like I didn't see the message in time. Maybe, yeah. But I did see the message in time. And I, my mom knows I've seen the message because I talked to her about the fact that I saw the message. But when I talked to her about the fact that I saw the message, I said, oh, I didn't really read through it thoroughly enough. And then I had to go back and I had to look at it again. Why am I lying? I think you just don't want to do the white elephant. But... Like, I do it with so many things like that. I'm like, I end up telling the truth, but I lie about how I got how to I the got truth. Yeah. Why do I do that? Hmm. It's so weird. And it's not anything it of consequence. It's like a societal, like, shortcut. Because we can't just be honest with each other and say, I don't want to do the white elephant. <laughs> so you have to Maybe. have, like, a roundabout way of kind why, of showing your distaste for it, it something. I do it with so many different things. And again, it's not like I'm lying and it's like a consequential thing. It's Usually it's because I'm actively telling the truth, but I'm lying about how I got there. So it's just a very weird thing to me. But I remember talking about on Chaotic Energy that you have to be honest with yourself. And nobody wants to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But the scary part about it is, like I said, the things that I like white lie about are just really inconsequential, just nonsense. Or at least I hope so. I hope they're not of any consequence to other people. 
But like when we're living in a society where people are actively changing the very foundations of how they live their life and how they move about through life and how they interact with other people and they're lying about why that is, hmm. they're lying to their self, they're trying to convince themselves like, no, it's because of this or it's because I want to do this. It's No, you are lying to yourself. You're maybe just not happy. Maybe you're thinking something else and you're using this as an excuse. Mm-hmm. This, that, or the other. And this, again, can apply to whatever it may be. But I don't know. I just, I think it's insane that we are actively changing how our society functions based on lies. Mm -hmm. And then that also goes to the fact that we are shaping our interactions with people based off of the lies we see on social media and the news. We are not getting the full story. We are getting a very specifically curated narrative to fit some agenda of who knows who and we're not getting the full story and we're just going about our lives as like okay that's gospel truth we're not even taking two seconds to think "Mm, that does not add up or that does not make sense that does not mm -hmm, that's it's not fitting the vibes folks (laughs) like we we don't question anything anymore Mm. and that's really scary yeah and we're not being honest with ourselves that's very dangerous Because again, when we lie to ourselves about why we're doing something, then that affects how we interact with other people and what we tell them. And then because we are in a very, okay, you're right, I'll follow along with that and give in mentality of our society, then people are just going to live their life towards you based off of the lie you told them. And that goes back to what you said about living authentically. You want to live your authentic self, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody does that anymore. It doesn't it doesn't seem like that. No. And I'm I'm definitely like I'm part of it too. Like I don't I have to edit myself. Mm-hmm. Because which is probably a good thing, because if I lived my true self, I'd be a bitch <laughs> to everybody all the time. <laughs> so you know what? Maybe it's not in some folks, maybe in in some foundations, maybe we should definitely, you know, fill in the cracks here and there. <laughs> but like do you know what I mean? Am I just yeah. rambling at this point? No. I'm talking in circles. I know what you mean. But yeah. I'm getting, honestly, I'm getting better about that with like my mom. Because I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> Folks, we're doing like a double whammy thing. It is still, it's before Christmas when we're filming this episode, even though this is coming out after New Year's. Um, but I have to go down to Ohio for our Christmas thing. And I think I talked about it two episodes something ago about how about I have to I have to put on a mask. I have to pretend. Because if I didn't pretend, it would end up hurting people's feelings. Because the way I function in society, or the way I would want to function in society to be my true self does not fit with the societal standards of how my family functions. Yeah. I'm a sit back, listen, no expression, no words. I'm just existing and I'm having a great time. My fun comes from watching other people have fun. Yeah, we talked about this last episode too. I will be a completely dead faced. I will look miserable. I will look like I'm probably hating on everybody. I'm having a great time. But that's not acceptable. So I have to laugh and I have to smile and I have to I have to exhaust myself physically to meet the standards of what people expect this fun time to be. Totally. And I don't want to do that. that. Yep. Just let me sit here, have my miserable face, let me enjoy myself that way. Mm -hmm. Ignore me if you have to. 
that's fine. Let me live my life. <laughs> but I can't do that. And the last time I did, because it was like, it was last Christmas when we went to Florida, was I was with my family for five straight days mm -hmm. as someone who lives by themselves and loves their solitude. Being with my high energy family for five days straight drained me by day three. I was done. Done. Yeah. I was not nice about it either. So I didn't have any energy left to fake it. So I was very quiet. I was very deadpan, fake, like, you know, no emotion, no expression or anything. I was tired. And my dad, why are you being so quiet? Why are you being awkward? You're making Ugh. everything weird. You're making everything I'm like, then let me go home. Get Redo my ticket. Let me go home right now. If I'm not, if I'm ruining your time, if you cannot understand that this is what I'm doing to make myself function properly, if you can't understand that, then I will leave. I don't need to be here. My presence is obviously not wanted here, so I will leave, and that's fine. But if people just let me be, then we'd have a good time. We'd have a great time. If you just let me be and put my energy where I want to allot my energy, yeah. then I could have a great time for a longer time. But again, it's not, it's not what people expect. The, like, social standards are so rigid. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. Just, like... The you can't whole, just like, say that in the song. Needing to make facial expressions and, like, the at, like the way you can tell someone is actively listening and stuff. Like, I can't... I don't have the energy to, like, upkeep it mm -hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And then do everything else that you have to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, again, we talked about it. That's why small talk yeah. is horrendous mm -hmm. to me. Because it does not feed my energy in any capacity. And it just it just saps me of the energy because then I have to think about... I have to jump through hoops to think about how to keep this conversation rolling. And it's not even a conversation. It's not something that, you know... When I want to talk about something interesting, that feeds my energy. That mm -hmm. I can go on and on. As everybody knows, when I get on a rant about something that I'm interested in, I can go on and on. Mm -hmm. Because it feeds my energy. Yeah. Rather than it being mundane and boring and just draining. So. And unfortunately, when it comes to Christmas and you have a ton of people, that's why I like smaller gatherings. Yeah. Because when you have a ton of people, you can't get into the good, deep conversations no. That you can with one or two people. Yeah. It's always going to be more superficial. And so that's when I have to sit back and just let people be. But then I can't because then I'm just like, I'm that weird, mm -hmm. I'm that weird like reaper in the corner draining it, like being weird. Like, you know what I mean? I it just feels like, like putting on that face feels like almost being like a, like a one man band or something. Like, I feel like I'm having, like, there's a little me inside of my head that's having to orchestrate all of the things at the same time. Like, there's this arm that is nodding my head, but this one also has to hold up the smile. And this one has to remember to blink. Yes. And this one has to respond. And, like, my foot is, like, sitting upright and not slap. Like, I can't mm -hmm. upkeep all mm -hmm. of the elements at the same time and still respond like it's mm -hmm. like one is always lacking or a few are always lacking or after a bit of time like I don't have energy for any of it mm -hmm. and so yeah I yep. totally get it yep and it's like but it's like why are we doing that to ourselves why do we do that yeah 
Well, that's why I've, I've gotten better about telling my mom, this is what I need right now. This is why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, because she, I've said it before, she likes to chatter. She likes to fill the void. She likes to, she doesn't like silence. So she just chatters oh. nonsensically. And she's just more talking at me rather. There's no genuine conversation. And I don't ever want it to hurt my mom's feelings because it's not towards her. It's just, if I'm going to make it through this whole trip, I can not spend my energy on the nonsensical chatter. Mm-hmm. You can talk at me all you want. Please do not expect me to respond. Mm-hmm. To have overly emotional, like, please don't. I'm listening to you. I'm thinking about what you're saying. Don't don't make me respond. Don't make me use my energy on something that just ultimately does not amount to anything. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. You can fill the you can fill the silence. You can fill the void all you want, but it doesn't amount to anything. It doesn't it's not changing my viewpoint on life. It's not, you know. It's not bringing about change in any capacity. It's not making me think about anything. It's not, you know, we're not we're not solving anything. We're not yeah. talking about problems and finding solutions or anything. It's not amounting to anything. It's just like, oh, that was a really pretty butterfly. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what do you want me to say to that? Oh my god, it was so beautiful, mom. You're so right. What What do you want me to say? Yeah. What do you want me to say? I am a world class bitch. I know that, <laughs> but I just don't have the energy anymore for it. No, I get it. It happens a lot to me with, like, being in customer service and, like, small talk. And I never know what to say to these people. Especially because they will let me know that their dad just died or someone just broke into their house or they're breaking up with their girlfriend and so they're moving out and so they need these new keys. And, like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to say. I am really bad about that. Because I'm a heartless, cold void of a human being. Um, and again, because my emotions don't, I don't think, come across the way other people expect. My sympathy. Mm-hmm. You've got my sympathy. It's just not coming across. Mm-hmm. And so I just recently had a client of mine come in and say that her husband, who had been on hospice for a while, had passed away. Uh-huh. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, she has dealt with all the condolences for how long now? Yeah. Probably tired of it. Yeah. Same old, same, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. What, you know? So I literally just said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And we moved on. Yeah. I'm not going to dwell on it. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I want to have to put you through that emotion again. If you've already, you know, if you're in your rhythm of dealing with that. I'm not going to bring you back into your own grief. Yeah. You, she was good we were talking about the the treatment that we were going to do that day that's what we were focused on i'm a a very in the moment here we're here for treatment Mm -hmm. you have obviously she has obviously settled into her grief enough to be able to function and 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 start doing what she needs to do to recover Mm -hmm. so i'm not going to dwell on the grief again i'm not going to bring that all back up and have her maybe possibly backtrack you know i bounce off of other people more I always tell, in, in massage, I always let the client lead because some people don't want to talk. Some people do. So I will let them lead the conversation. Um, I, I won't open a conversation unless they do. I will continue a conversation if they continue it. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when I see this woman who obviously lost her husband, obviously, obviously that's a horrible thing, but I see that she's doing well, 
I'm going to react. You're doing well. Feed off of her. I'm going to feed off of your energy. I'm yeah. not going to. I'm not going to bounce that off in, in any totally. other direction. Um, and that's why I can end up having some really amazing conversations with my clients, because what they want to talk about is something that they're interested in. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, and especially if a client kind of starts to feel like they need to make small talk, I'll answer them, but I'll keep it short. Right. Because this isn't this isn't something that feeds any energy. This is not you know You're small just like talk. Reciprocating. Yeah. The yeah. So I'll answer to be obviously you know not ignoring them, but it's not helping anything. So I'm not going to feed into the small talk. If right. you want to continue doing small talk, you are going to be the one leading that. Right. But if someone wants to get into a really good conversation, I will absolutely you know we'll play off of each other. We'll keep it going. We'll you know. Let's hype this up. I have some amazing conversations mm -hmm. with my clients, and I've become pretty good friends with my clients because of the opportunity that the atmosphere has given to lead to incredible in-depth conversations. Mm -hmm. I've come to some great realizations in the middle of a massage. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I want the atmosphere to be set up for really good juicy conversations one that you're going to walk away from feeling good about yeah. or it's something that's going to make you ponder something you're going to i like conversations that you take with you anything other than that please don't expect me to to a lot too much energy towards so yeah yeah happy new year <laughs> stop saying that <laughs> welcome back to my attack oh my lord that got heavy. That was good. So how's your day? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I feel bad because like obviously when people does the small talk that I have with customers, like there's almost there's like a time limit, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't. You don't have the time to get into it. So I have when, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So when people drop a bomb of information on me. It's like, what can I say in two seconds that can make this go away quickly? Because I got to ask them if they have a rewards card and then they got to go. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a hard, hard transition between some lady the other day. She's like, oh, you know, someone broke into my car last night. So I'm buying this like plastic, you know, whatever and duct tape to put across it for the meantime. Mm -hmm. And. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. You have your rewards card? <laughs> it's I so awful. I don't know what to say. Yeah. And so, <laughs> it was funny. I'm like almost experimenting with like being a human at work because I'm like, I didn't, I don't, maybe she didn't say that it was broken into yet, but she said that her windshield, I think was smashed or something. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I was driving through construction zone the other day and I broke my windshield. It's such a pain in the butt, whatever. Like I'm trying to like be the small talk person. Yeah. But then she's like. No, it was my back windshield or my back window, and I was like, uh, "Like oh, small talk, bitchy in the butt." She's like, "Yeah, someone broke into it." I'm just like, "Why do I bother? Why do I even? Why?" Yeah. Anyway, you got a phone number with us, lady. <laughs> well, that's I also. People definitely have their rhythm in conversation. I unfortunately, and I'm doing it literally right now. Hmm. Um, I'm one of those people that uses my own personal experiences to add to the conversation. Same. I'm not just trying to, I'm not ignoring what you said I'm trying and to trying relate. to bring it back to me. I'm trying to relate yeah. by giving you something that I've experienced as well. I'm not trying to keep you from talking about your stories. I'm not trying to th make you no, think that I don't care about what you said. It's just like, oh no, I understand that because of this. That's something I'm so. trying to like wean off of though. 
because I'm trying I I'm trying to like be more of like a question asker and yeah be, like more interested in whatever they just said rather than yeah like in my head being like oh what am I gonna say that's the same yeah to the same degree like I'm trying to step away from that even though it's hard because but see that's what I said like some people have their conversation routines and like yeah. we're I think we're both the same like we chip in with our own stories yeah. to show relativity Whereas I know one of my clients, she was very intrigued with some of the things I had been talking about. And she kept asking me questions. She's like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to grill you. This is just really interesting. And I'm like, no, that's I know, fine. I love like, it. I love it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm a very open book. Go ahead. But my thing is, because of the way my brain works and how I'm relating to things, mm -hmm. is that if I want to talk about something, I'm going to open it up. I'm going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to pour it out. Because that's something I want to talk about. That's something I want to, you know, have out there. And so that's how my brain works. And therefore, I think that everyone's brain works like that. And therefore, I don't ask questions. Because I'm thinking to myself, if you want to talk about something, you're just going to go ahead and talk about it. Bring it on. But that's not how other people work. And so that's why I have to remind myself, like, okay, maybe they are a question, like, bring it out of them. Totally. So I have to remember, okay, ask questions as well if they don't. Because some, some of my clients, they'll be real quiet. I'll be answering their questions, but they're not saying anything. So I'm like... Oh, wait, I, okay. But then I have to rewire my brain. And that takes a lot of energy. And that's why you have to find people who are similar to you mm -hmm. in the type of energy that you give. Because the people who are just pourers are going to get along great because they're just pouring into the conversation both without having to be asked. Yeah. Which reminds me of this post that I saw one time forever ago on TikTok. And it was this girl saying that if you're going out on a first date with a guy and he doesn't reciprocate the question, don't answer because and this I disagree with this because she was saying that if you ask like oh where's your where where would you like to travel someday and he gives off his answers and he doesn't ask the question back to you and she was like well obviously he's not interested so don't bother answering move on I'm like no 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 this is a get to know you no, this is not an interview he's just like me and I would just forget to ask back the question this is the question has already been asked it's yeah. opened the door for the conversation. This is when we both start chipping in and just pouring into the conversation that has already been opened. Why is this in a back and forth interview? This is a get to know you. This is not an interview for a job. This is learning how to talk with one another and being open and sharing, not just waiting to be having answers ripped out of you. You know what I mean? So I disagreed with that. Well, yeah, if it was just a back and forth question session, it would be like so awkward. Yeah. Like, this is, you ask a question to open a conversation, and then you go at it. Mm -hmm. And that's how I always, that's kind of how I've always felt. Like, one one question should lead to a full-blown conversation. Like, you shouldn't even have to ask any more yeah, questions, honestly. Yeah. And so that's why I do have a hard time relating to people who aren't pourers like I am. Because I just, that my, my brain is just like, we're just going to pour into it. And if you don't pour something into it, obviously you don't want to talk about that. Right. So maybe I should just leave you be. So I'm no, not much I, of a question I asker. I to ask people questions. Yeah. Yeah. And then if I do ask a question, I'm always just like, you know, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. I'm like, I'm always like nervous <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah. So, and it's, it's awkward for me to ask questions because I'm thinking, oh my God, what if I'm putting them on the spot and what if I'm pressuring them and then I don't want to. And so I don't. I always feel like I ask the stupid question. And again, that's also because, like, I feel like what I'm interested in is not what other people are going to find interesting. So the questions I'm asking are probably going to sound kind of stupid to other people, but I'm like, well, that's what I'm interested in right now. If you want to talk about something different, then give me something different. Like, right. don't make me jump through hoops to find out. Like, I don't know. But again, everyone has their way of going about functioning with other people. Mm -hmm.
And that's why some people just generally get along with other people. Some people don't. And that's fine. I think we talked about how, like, it should be totally fine with just straight up not liking someone. They never did anything to you. No problem with yeah, them. You just, nope, I don't like you. Celebrities yeah. that we don't like for no reason. I don't like you. <laughs> you just, your vibe's not with me. Nope. Nope. It's, yeah. I think that's innate. I think it's, like, biological almost. Yeah. Well, like calls to like. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Let's not force things that shouldn't be forced. So. I got really deep. That was cool. <laughs> I feel enlightened. But also a little bit stupid. Why? Why would no, you feel stupid? No, just because, like, there was a lot of information and I'm just like, Bleh. Oh, my brain's mush now. Yeah, exactly. I had a headache before and now I'm... My eyeballs are about to pop out of my head. Mushy brain. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, do you want to go to Marshall's? Dude, I was, I was literally just about to ask. I was like, I have a little bit of time before I have to go to work. I need to run to different things. Yes. Wait, you were going to say Marshall's? I was going to say I need to go. I want to go to Michael's. I want to go to Marshall's. Oh, perfect. Would, right there. Yeah. And then I also need to stop back at Hobby Lobby. But if you don't want to go there, uh, then we can split ways after Boulevard. You want to drive separate? No. No, you drive, and then if you want to go that way, then drop me off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan. All right, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Happy New Year. That really enlightening. New Year song. Isn't there a New Year? What's that? Um, what, what is it? There is a New Year song. Happy what's it called? Happy New Year No, what's it called? Yeah. What's it called? It's like weird. What's the New Year song? Oh, oh, I have to look that up. I have to look it up. There's an actual New Year song, and it's a weird word. Um, happy new year to ya. Hope you're something new, yeah. What is it? What is it? What is it? Mm-hmm. Old Langson. Um, is that how you say old? Old Lang sign? Old Lang. How does that go? I don't know. I knew it was some weird something or other. Um,. Hey, thank you for listening. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. We're available on all listening platforms. And we will eventually be available on YouTube. YouTube, more content coming on Instagram and TikTok. Um, You're better with TikTok than I am, so that, I think... Whatever you post on Instagram is going to go right on TikTok. Oh, or YouTube. Okay. Um, thanks for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for stopping by. Have a wonderful, well, well, we'll talk at you next week, but have a wonderful week. Um, get your New Year's resolutions. Don't be like me. Actually commit. Or be like her. Be or you. be like me. Be you and don't feed into delusions. Yeah. You be you, boo. You be you. <laughs> I think that's the moral of this episode is do you. Unless doing you is joining a cult. Yeah. Don't do that. And talk to your homeboys. Talk to your girlfriends. Uh... Be honest. Uh, Be honest with people. What other cheesy things can we wrap this up with? Um, Be you? Oh, I will say, another thing that I actually really agreed with with the the Shits and Gigs guys, Mm -hmm. they said, be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Put yourself in a position to be hurt because the more hurt you end up being, the higher you were, the more amazing your life was, the higher up you were, and the harder you felt. No, just be vulnerable. Live your life and have 
fun, folks. You attract what you put out. So yeah. be you and attract people that want to be friends with the, you. Be Truly. your authentic self be your to authentic self. draw authentic people. Amen. Brother Ben shot a rooster, killed a hen. <laughs> oh! That's an old family thing we always do. Anyway, talk at you next week, talk folks. Talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. Brother who? <laughs> what? <laughs> we always used to... Amen, Brother Ben. Shot a rooster, killed a hen. That's cute. <laughs>